the astrology for June. Oh my goodness. Here's what I'm looking forward to. Mercury conjunct Uranus, always exciting for me. Breakthrough thinking. Pluto re-entering Capricorn. Venus moving into Leo. And then Saturn goes retrograde. So those to me are the really big events. For those of you who don't know me, my name's Erliana and I do traditional Hellenistic astrology blended with modern. Let's start out the month on June 2nd. Venus in Cancer is going to make a really nice water trine with Neptune and the moon. The moon's going to be in Scorpio. So this is a very beautiful, the trine is of the nature of Jupiter. It's got a lot of feels. This is about maybe supporting others and others supporting you, being there for people. It brings all the feels. There's a lot of healing, soothing, nurturing, devotion element. This is an opportunity to heal from, say, deep trauma or wounds, internal and or external. And it's definitely going to color the full moon that's coming up on June 3rd, 4th. This is a place where we can display a lot of compassion for self and others. On June 3rd, 4th, depending on your time zone, the full moon is going to be in Sagittarius. So this is the culmination of our new moon in Gemini. So whenever the moon becomes full, it's the completion of those ideas that were seeded on the new moon. This full moon can really strengthen our commitment to truth. We can be good defenders of what's right and true for ourselves. What we want to do is keep an open mind, give space to things. Emotions always run high in a full moon. So the emotions that run high in this full moon might have to do with overstepping our bounds or being zealous. Our truth is the right truth. We want to make space. We want to stay on the side of optimism and opportunity for innovative breakthroughs here with Mercury conjunct Uranus or coming up to that conjunction, very much coloring that. The ruler of the sun is Gemini. And so there is some innovation and some future thinking that's involved. And that can also bring wonderful breakthroughs and solutions to problems that are outside of the box. I think about the debt ceiling agreement that has just been reached and, you know, they're hammering that out and I guess final agreement and all, but I, I have some optimism. I think that things are going to work out there because it's going to be about a practical way of getting these things resolved. Um, so anyway, um, very exciting and very moving and very inspiring. The next day, Mercury goes into a conjunction with Uranus. So that is, oh, close, oh, but, <laughs> you know, my favorite thing, but officer, those flashing lights in the rear, first I thought they were you, but actually they, I saw another set of flashing lights and they weren't cops. Close encounters of the third kind. Isn't that when they landed on the earth? Ideas, ideas and interactions and meeting up with <clears throat> things not of this earth. Uranus is always the unusual, the outside the box, the unexpected. Uh, this is about flashes of insights. Maybe something like our future self. We interrupt this program. Our future self coming in to give us, deliver us some really great grounded practical advice for unique solutions to things. Exactly a year from now, actually, believe it or not, it'll be on June 4th, 2024, Jupiter will be here. So maybe the ideas that are seated that we come to experience here with what we'll witness perhaps and be present to with Mercury and Uranus, a year later, Jupiter might just expand on them, expand our consciousness and awareness. Maybe it'll ground and anchor those outrageous breakthrough solutions. Moving right along, June 5th, we have Venus entering Leo. This is one of the biggest transits of the year, as, as I've shared, one of the year's major transits. Why is that? Well, typically, what is it, like five weeks that Jupiter, I mean, uh, Venus goes through a sign? Well, the fact is that it's going to go retrograde. 
So every time, anytime a planet will go retrograde, of course, it takes a lot longer. So this time, June, uh, Venus is going to be in the sign of Leo for the next four months. So it'll go, it'll enter June 5th and it won't leave and enter Virgo until October 8th. So all summer and into the fall, she's going to take us on a journey. This will speak to not just love and romance and relationships, but it's our true selves, our authentic selves. When Venus goes retrograde July 22nd to September 3rd, we're going to be examining who am I loyal to? Am I being loyal to myself? Am I being true to myself? Am I in the mood for love? Or as the great Jim Morrison asked, who do you love? Venus is going to ask us that. Who do you love? Or what do you love? Or who are you loyal to? You might find that what we, you thought were you were very loyal to and very aligned with really isn't what you truly deeply madly want. And that can apply too to being creative. It can apply to children because Leo rules creativity, creative projects, children, the childlike self, the, per, the, the robust, enthusiastic friendship gatherer. All of these qualities are going to be coming up for review and reflection as it goes retrograde. And then we come to a different understanding because we see it from a higher perspective. Venus going in the direction of the sun, that gives us pause to move away from the day-to-day understanding and filter on the earth of the Leo archetype and just come from a higher perspective as if we were taking a hike up a mountain and sitting solitarily reflecting on the greater meaning of life. So this is what's going to be coming our way. So happy Michael Bartlett's coming back. He and I are going to go into our Venus and Leo thing. So we'll develop this more deeply. We're going to give you every zodiac sign where it's going to be occurring and how this is going to impact you. So stay tuned for that. The minute Venus enters Leo, she's getting opposed by Pluto. I would say perhaps you are what you consume can be Venus and Leo. So the opposition of Pluto is like, oh, wait a minute, let's really take a deep look at that and see, is there some cost involved with that? How can that be tweaked? And where is that toxic? So there could be some deep relationship issues that come up boiling to the surface. But it's a huge opportunity for transformation. And I think that opportunity as Venus enters Leo is going to be coloring the whole journey for the next several months. So it'll it'll be really gives gives us a lot of rich opportunity for transformation. June 11th, Pluto comes back into Capricorn for seven months. It's going to be at 29, 28 degrees of Capricorn. Won't be back out of Capricorn into Aquarius until January of next year. That's seven months. So when I think about Pluto coming back into those final degrees of Capricorn and then hang in there. So it's like we're at this threshold, this evolutionary threshold. We've had Pluto and Capricorn for the last 15 years. It just made its entrance in March into Aquarius where it will stay for 20 years. So it's just went into zero and now it's then it stopped, retrograding back into 29. Feels like that seven wonders of the world, the Colossus of Rhodes, often depicted as a giant, like a hundred foot high statue uh, this colossus of standing astride the harbor in Greece, in Rhodes, Greece, with one foot on one pillar and one foot on the other. It's as if you have a foot in both worlds. So to me, this is an opportunity to say, okay, we've had a taste of what the next 20 years could look like. Let's come back. Anything final, last call, bartender calling, last call, except we're not drunk here. This is definitely where we have been unconscious, talk about drunk, any areas of our lives which have been unconscious that have been 
exposed these last 15 years, deep foundations, Capricorn, right? The foundations of our life and our reality getting deeply examined, looking under the hood, looking deep into these inner workings unconsciously that have conditioned us for so long, family karma, family dynamics, certainly societally with the, in the economy and the corporate world and the way in which our governments and uh, societies and politics have been structured. So this is about going back to re-examine these areas and see what needs to be tweaked. Anything last that we haven't looked at, that this is an opportunity to correct and to put in a really healthy, sustainable foundation for our reality structure, for building an, a, a structure and a society that is healthy, that has staying power, that will carry us through for the rest of our lives, really, when you think about it, and laying down this new foundation, this, a, a society that is here in, in the here and now, in the in the in this moment. So that's Pluto and Capricorn. You know, I think about the charts of Florida and California because they're definitely affected by this Pluto transit. In California, Pluto at 29 degrees is squaring natal Pluto and Uranus. Pluto and Uranus are conjunct at 29 Aries in the chart of California. So again, this is definitely some very profound shifts, major shifts. And as we have been seeing with California, certainly extreme weather and such, but bigger than that is, is what it represents for the big picture, for moving forward, certainly in California and also in Florida too. Very interesting a conversation, maybe get into that in a, another time. Those two especially, I, helping us research and find solutions, taking a really serious approach like never before in a, in a way that's going to support all of us, a win-win for everybody. This, that's what's at stake here. So, okay, middle of June, June 17th, Saturn goes retrograde. Saturn entered Pisces in March, stops at seven degrees Pisces, and then it'll retrograde back from June 17th to November 4th. It'll go back to zero Pisces. So that's a critical degree. So again, this opportunity to reflect and rediscover and renew and renegotiate what is the structure of our reality and what, what conditioned beliefs do we have that need to be discarded that don't support us anymore. So it speaks to this a reflection. How, how are we doing with the as we dis, dissolve belief systems that no longer work for us, which is essentially the whole trip of Saturn and Pisces, the, the, the retrograde is giving us this opportunity to reflect on the progress that we've made with that. So what needs to be tweaked? We'll have a few months to sort that out and have these discoveries. Certainly leaning into our creativity and our intuition is going to provide a lot of inspiration and reflection and revelation. June 18th, we've got the new moon, a new beginning, 26 Gemini. It's co-present with Mercury. Mercury's ruler of Gemini. So this is a chatty, exciting excitable. <laughs> I want to go everywhere. I want to travel everywhere. New moon brings up lots of new ideas, new plans, new enthusiasms, new connections, maybe new pathways with networking and selling, buying and selling, collecting data, searching on information, getting our hands dirty with trying out different kinds of things. Outrageously great for curiosity, starting new projects that you'd finish quickly, certainly very excitable and intellect mind-driven. 
great opportunity to speak up, take great care to speak up, make sure you're not taken advantage of. There could be with that overcoming square from Neptune, this could be about facts and logic being obscured. So it might be a little diff more difficult to access the actual facts and logic. But again, just let your intuitive, intuitive faculties lean into them to help navigate this. Certainly a great for writing, fantasy writing, travel writing, writing dreams, reflections, these kinds of things. June 21st, the sun enters Cancer. So sun at zero Cancer, summer solstice in the Northern Hemisphere, winter solstice in the Southern Hemisphere. There's emotional support becomes very important when the sun's in cancer. It's This is about emotional support, emotional security, protection and nurturing of the goddess, the goddess that exists, that archetype that lives within all of us. So strong internal foundations are more important being aware of boundaries and, and boundaries that nurture and heal and support us. So we want to be strengthening our support system, our network of families and children and the, and the emotional security that comes from that. Certainly giving in more support to others. Here, have a cookie. You know, here, let me make you some cookies. You're stressed. Let's cook. <laughs> you know, um, or, or just, you know what, if you don't like to cook, all right, you know, just buy something that's... <laughs> And heat the tea. I don't know. You could always do make it look homemade. Um, but yes, giving more support to others, getting more in tune with your feelings. This is about the feels. Help others feel what they're going through. Be compassionate and hold space for them. Neptune goes retrograde on the last day of the month in Pisces. Not such a big deal because, look, Neptune spends half the year retrograde, as does Pluto. The reason I mentioned Pluto earlier is because it's making these very uh, powerful dynamics with, with transiting planets and such. And it isn't a cardinal going back into a cardinal sign. But like I, I will just say, again, Neptune... Retrograde, notorious for, look, Neptune in Pisces is already foggy. Neptune retrograde in Pisces is fog on steroids. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to manifest this. I remember my mother said once she was on a, a they were, took a ferry ride to a Nantucket on, from Cape Cod to Nantucket. And she said it was so frightening because the fog was so thick and they would have to constantly keep the the the, the uh, captain of the ferry would constantly honk his horn because there were other uh, boats in the vicinity that they wouldn't want to run, in, run into because the fog was that thick. So maybe we just have to take a horn and honk, you know. Who's out there? Uh, let me let me feel this out. I may not be totally aware, but I know there's something. So this is definitely about focusing on, on a different way, being alert and aware, but using, you might find that there's some information that you're missing or that's lacking or it's difficult to discern. So discernment is very, very important. It just takes more effort. Lean into your intuition to help you. So that's all I really have to say about this month. These overview of the main things that I'm very excited about, but I, I am looking forward to uh, having fun in the month of June, and I hope you are too. So let me know what you're looking forward to. What are you concerned about? What are you loving about this coming uh, new, new month of June? And let me know in the comments below. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Very grateful for all of your lovely comments. And we'll see you very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Namaste.